Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Stephanie Zavala. Stephanie bowled collegiately at Sam Houston State University. She also has two PWBA titles. Stephanie, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. All right, well, let's get right into things. So you're taking the PWBA by storm going out there. You win the PWBA Greater Cleveland Open. You win two weeks later the BVL Open in, uh, in Farmingdale, New York. Uh, let's, let's begin here. How, how did things click for you so early on tour, and what are some of the keys to your success out there? It's been a crazy – I mean, I call it a roller coaster a bit because, you know, some weekends have been good, some weekends have been not so great, but I've been very fortunate to just – find success out here and you know to have it be you know my first win in the third tournament I mean that was just really cool and I just think all the practice is finally paying off. Now tell us a little bit about the practice I mean you said uh, you know the practice is paying off a little bit are are you known to be kind of a a heavy practicer and uh, if so what kind of uh, coaching uh, influences and and, uh, you know work do you have on your game as far as when it comes to practice and dialing in you know your physical game and oil patterns and stuff yeah I do think I practice a little bit more than the average person might I mean I know these girls work you know every day out here and you know when I was bowling for Sam Houston you know we were bowling you know four hours a day six days a week and so when I left Sam Houston in 2018 you know I kind of just carried that over to like my at-home practice schedule as well and you know just every week we target something different you know sometimes it's lane plays sometimes it's strictly spares you know release and so every week I'm just trying to pinpoint something that can improve in my game. And Stephanie, one of the things I noticed too, and in, in, um, in before you were, were going out on tour, I haven't seen quite as many now, but you also get very involved into the, the drilling side of this so you, you can punch up your own equipment. How do you feel that helps you or does, do you think it helps you to give you an edge when you're, you're laying stuff out? You understand a lot of the, the technical stuff where there's some people that are just saying, you know, here's what I want it to do. Here's how I'd like it to, to shape down the lane. Whereas you actually are able to figure that out. Uh, um, is that always been something you've, you've been interested in and, and then you, you've crafted your tool list to, to figuring that out or can you expand on that just a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm being honest, you know, the pro shop um, life wasn't something that I had pictured for myself. However, you know, I'm glad I took that leap of faith and, you know, I got a job at a pro shop and it just taught me so much about um, layouts for one and then just seeing ball motion for two. Like now I see what I need the ball to be doing and I can make those moves quicker. But if I'm being honest, I don't drill my own stuff. I am capable of it, but Chris Porter takes care of all of that for me. It's just, it's way easier for me to kind of just step back, have him do all the like technical side of it. He fills my bag top to bottom. There's no holes. And I'm just, I like more of just bowling and seeing what the ball does as I'm throwing it. And this is the uh, Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast. So, and you mentioned Sam Houston earlier. Uh, How did did you select that university and that program? What was that kind of a decision was that for you? How'd that come about? That was a, another leap of faith, I guess you could say. So I signed two weeks before school started. I filled out my letter of intent and I was packed in three days. And then next thing I knew I was driving to Texas. 
So Coach Brad wow. Hagen saw me at Junior Gold, I think it was in the summer of 2014. And I guess he liked what he saw. That was my best year. I finished, I think, 32nd that year. And I got an email, and I was just like, I never wanted to leave home. I was that girl, like, oh, my family's here, my friends are here. I don't know if I want to leave. And then two weeks before school started, I was like, you know what? I'm getting out of here. And that was easily the best decision I've ever made. I mean, Coach Hagen is a hell of a coach. He amplified my game so much. And then just I'm really glad I made that decision to go there. Yeah, how would you say your game has changed from uh, when you walked into Sam Houston as a freshman to where you're at right now? Um, Well, as a freshman, I was – like really rough around the edges I guess you can say I mean I always joked I was like oh a big fish in a very tiny pond but then you know going to St. Houston I was like okay it's a whole different animal out here and my game was kind of just molded into what it is now which is extremely competitive and my leverage is a lot better at the line and my game's gotten better I I will say that's that's something that we we did notice and we've heard uh, a lot of people talking about is really the amount of power and shape and control that you have on the lane. I mean, you're able to open up the lane, uh, it seems like, uh, especially in a couple of these tournaments, and get the ball back uh, from, from, from closer to the outside part of the lane than, than a lot of the other players out there. Do you, have you, do you kind of consider yourself a power player, or what, what do you see? And, and, where, and where do you generate all that power? How does that, how does that, how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, I definitely consider myself, you know, a high-rev dominant player, so power comes with that and you know before I went to Sam Houston it was I had a lot of hand but I had no idea what to do with it it was just I can get around it but I never knew where it was going kind of thing and now that it's mm. tamed and being used in the right um the right way I found way more success with it I mean as long as I stay forward at the line and I really just hit up on it at the bottom that's kind of where all my momentum comes from mm. And we're catching up with you right after one of the practice sessions out there on the PWBA Tour. How do you treat practice sessions? I'm always curious because we've talked to numerous bowlers and and everyone seems to treat them a little bit different from talking to PWA players, PWBA players, to PBA players. They all treat them different. How do you treat your practice sessions? For me, the practice sessions are really just to get my feet underneath me. You know, I like to check the approaches, make sure my soles and my heels are fitting properly because it never plays the same. It'll, it'll be close, you know, I'll have an idea of what bowling balls I want to start with, but from the practice session, the first round of qualifying, to even the second and the next day, it's never the same. So for me, it's just about getting comfortable, seeing the environment, making sure pair-to-pair, you know, if it plays tighter or not, but I try to just get loose, get an idea, and then get out of there. I don't need to stay the whole hour and a half. Mm. Yeah, I, I have have noticed and heard that too as well. Sometimes if you're if you do bowl and you just throw, you know, shot after shot after shot for 90 minutes, you may sometimes get yourself set in a certain way. Like this is exactly how they're going to be, or this is what my, you know, maybe my adjustments are or something like that. Yeah. So that, I mean, you that make your own transition. Yeah. I mean, you make your own yeah. transition and then no one's throwing um, very many like spare shots. There's not a lot of plastic going down the lane and you're also not bowling with the girls that you're crossing with. So you can't really get, you know, the perfect, picture of what your actual qualifying blocks are going to be and one of the things we noticed too when we were looking at your performances i mean in cleveland i mean you averaged over 240 i mean is that That is that an environment (laughs) scoring that that high across the house is just incredible is that something do you prefer the lanes to be lower scoring higher scoring does it does it matter or 
Uh, I mean, I prefer to have a little bit of a lower scoring pace. That way, you know, if you have to grind out a 2-0 or grind out a 190, you know, you don't feel like you just lost 50 pins. You know, in Ohio, you shoot 230, but you were still losing ground. You needed to pop off those 250s, 260s to really stay relevant. And that's, you know, almost more stressful sometimes than, you know, a lower scoring page where it's a lot easier on the mental game to just kind of shoot a 2-0, 2-teen, and you're okay. So a lot of these centers that you're heading to on the PWBA tour, have you bowled in them before? Or is it all new? It's a clean slate for you. And then how do you handle that? Are you keeping, do you keep mental notes? Do you have, you know, do you have an actual physical notebook? Are you keeping them in your phone? Or, or how are you handling things so that um, when you come back to these centers, you know, uh, years down the road, you're, you're going to remember some of the uh, house characteristics? Yeah, so, I mean, as of right now, the only house that I have bowled at is Smyrna, which is where we were at last week. Everything else has been brand new to me. But, you know, something that I learned back in college, you know, the lane is still 60 feet long. There's still 10 pins standing at the end of it. You know, your goal is the same. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, at your home house, if you're in Vegas bowling in a casino. Like, it doesn't matter. The goal is the same. The characteristics are the same. And as long as you keep that in mind, it's not going to get too too big to handle. And, uh, and final question I've got for you, Stephanie, if you can expand a little bit. And I did the, the Storm Collegiate uh, Spotlight podcast, and, and of course, Storm, Rota Grip, and 900 Global Brands are, are all here under one umbrella. Um, talk a little bit about the, the lineup of equipment and when you choose to use, like, say, the Honey Badger Intensity or the Reality or the Zen. How do they fit in there? And, and how often do you use uh, the brands of, of either Rota Grip or Storm as compared with 900 Global? Yeah, so I'm very fortunate to get to throw all three of those. Um, 900 Global is by far my favorite. It's worked the best for me. You know, my intensity is my benchmark ball, and that's kind of what I start with, you know, all the time. If it's not enough, I know to ball up to, like, the reality. If it's too much, I know I can go down to, like, my Honey Badger Pink Fury or throw an afterburner in there. The Rotogrip stuff that has worked really well for me, you know, that RSTX1, the Rubicon UC2, um, the Storm mm-hmm. side, you know, I really like my High Road Max and just the High Road line in general. All right, and my final question will be, what advice do you have out there for that young person listening when it comes to choosing a college? And, and they're, they're in, in, a, in a young Stephanie's shoes uh, going back to 2013 or 14 when they're looking for their school. What advice do you have for that person uh, looking for a school? I would say, you know, follow your heart. You know, you're a student before you're an athlete, so make sure you do your research. Make sure that they have your program there. And, you know, when you're looking into the bowling side of things, Make sure that the team is the right fit for you. Make sure you're going to be comfortable. Make sure, you know, if you're more competitive, I would obviously look into just those higher-end, like, ranked teams. But as long as you're happy, you're going to bowl well. And that's the biggest thing. So just follow your heart when you decide where you want to go to school. Definitely good advice there. You definitely can't go wrong if you follow your heart. So, well, Stephanie, thank you so much for for joining us here today for the uh, for the podcast. We're going to keep following you uh, the rest of the year. There's a lot more tournaments uh, coming up, and uh, hopefully, are you planning on bowling the Lucy mixed doubles? Are you going to be down in Houston the end of July? I will be. Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome, good. Well, we will see you face to face down there, but we'll be following you online and uh, and want to wish you the best out there. Awesome. Thanks for having me, you guys.